and welcome to Maggie's Running Podcast. I'm Maggie Cooper. Well, since it's those um, days between Christmas and New Year, uh, it's a bit of a low time. I, I thought I would, I would save my interview with Mara Yamuchi till, till next next week when hopefully people might be listening a bit more to podcasts. I know with the, all the um, days not really kind of, well, nobody seems to know what day of the week it is at the moment. So I thought it's probably best just to uh, wait until things are back, a bit back to um, a routine to, to put that interview out. But I just want, thought it was a good time really to, to look back um, on year particularly as it's been such a strange year and um and I thought I would uh, kind of reflect on the things that I've learned um during this year and things yeah that the sort of things I would take home from from this year but um just this week though um it's it's been quite a fun uh week uh, not just because it's uh, Christmas and happy Christmas to you all um but because um we we went out for a group run to um Hilbury Island um the, the other day with uh, with the guys from the um the running squad and that was really good fun I've I've done it we've done it before we did it sometime in the summer and it's just um just great because um although we sort of set off in small uh groups by the time we get to the um beach we could just um just run as we wanted to and um you know the, the wind in our faces and um the sand under, underfoot it was it was really really lovely we also got in a, a few other sessions. I, I didn't do the session on the hills with the kids, but I did um, my own hill session. And then um, on Saturday, we went to the, the track. Um, well, it, we, we ran around the fields. It's kind of like a football pitch. It was surprisingly wet underfoot. It sort of felt a bit like cross-country training, but uh, we were just doing some um, tempo um, runs. So that was that was really quite um, good fun. Um, yeah, yeah, nice to see people after after the Christmas um, Christmas Day celebrations. So um, yeah, and I've done quite a few miles this week. We've gone back up to my fifty-five k again this week, and uh, I thought it might be a bit of a struggle, but to be honest, it wasn't. And also, uh, funnily enough, I, I, I was reading um, a book uh, called Running with the Kenyans. Definitely, I uh, would recommend uh, recommend that. And uh, it was it's quite funny because um, one of the things, one of the features is uh, barefoot running. And you know that um, on a previous episode, I talked to my, my friend Anne about barefoot running, and it made me think, you know, you know maybe maybe I should, uh, you know, do do a little bit more with the barefoot running. I I I was doing some on the treadmill, but. Well, my, although I, I I I was fine, what I found was that um, I think because you run slightly differently on the treadmill, um, bits of me were aching that uh, hadn't previously been aching, and then when I was doing my normal runs, it was yeah I was felt a bit um, tight in my uh, hamstrings and stuff, so I was felt a little bit um, I didn't I didn't just didn't want to kind of mix it up in that way quite so much. Um, actually, what he says in the book is interesting. He says kind of you have to just just do barefoot running. If you're going to do barefoot running, you can't really mix it up with uh, running in shoes. Cause it's, um, you, know, you really need to teach your body how to uh, run barefoot. So I don't know, I'm still in um, two minds whether to kind of fully commit. Um, I'm sort of um, a halfway house, which isn't no good to, to me at all um, at the moment. So yeah, I'm still thinking about that. But anyway, I've, I was running reading the book, and you know, it's, it's a it's a great book. It's it's, it's so it's so so interesting. Uh, just a really nice insight into what life is like um, for those Kenyan athletes. Um, but um, I felt really, really inspired. I went out for this run. It was so horrible. It was the weather was just 
dreadful. Um, it was really, really windy. And by the time I got along um, the prom by the River Mersey, I had the wind blowing in my face. And uh, I, I really, I literally, I felt as if I was going backwards. It was so slow. Uh, and I wasn't like, running that brilliantly anyway. I was running about, um, I guess, five minutes per kilometre or something like that. And then along the prom, it, it goes to something like nearly six minutes per kilometre. It was like so slow. Um, so, well, in comparison, it was really, really slow. So, um, I was, um, yeah, uh, I was a bit fed up by the time I got back. It was raining, I was wet, and I was, and it was very windy and cold and stuff. So I was like, this is not like it is in the book. It's not like Africa. So um, anyway, but I, I did finish the book and it was really, really um, enjoyable. So um, definitely recommend that. So um, what I was going to do is look back sort of on the, um, on the year and you know, what are some of the things that I, I'd learned. So um, to begin with, at the beginning of this year, I wasn't really running that that much. You know, it was quite interesting if you look back at my Strava feed. Um, and now I know I didn't, I didn't record everything on Strava because um, I don't know about you, but I, sometimes you feel a little bit of pressure when you're recording stuff on Strava. Everybody can see it. You know, if you run six minute per mile and you normally run five minute per mile, uh, you know, it's there for everybody to see. And um, I think there's a little bit of um, pressure on that. I don't know how much attention other people pay. I, I, I was thinking, well, why do I why do I think that? I mean, I know really go through other people's and say, ooh, they only ran 521 per kilometre and they normally run 442 or something. I don't think that. I just like kind of just look through and see what people have done and the routes they've taken and stuff. Um, and I don't really analyse other people's training. So why should anybody bother analysing mine? So uh, I don't know why I feel that pressure, but sometimes I, I do. And um, so I, I kind of stopped because I stopped recording it, should I say, because um, I wasn't really doing that much running. And um, yeah, I just didn't. I, I don't know. I just I just felt pressure anyway from um, from record recording it and um, trying to meet targets which I couldn't possibly meet. So I'm not really sure how much running I was doing, but I know I wasn't doing that that much. And uh, my Strava feed looks very, very um, barren during those first couple of months in um, of this year. But then obviously um, when um, COVID-19 struck and we all sort of been locked down at the end of March, um, I really uh, rethought my running, uh, particularly because I wanted to help with the um, the squad and I wanted to you know be a set a good example by completing the sessions I thought if you know if the coaches can't even be bothered to do the sessions what incentive is there for the kids to do the sessions too so I really um made it made it a big effort to to do the sessions but not just that there was also the time to do them you know before um March well before yeah, the beginning of March I guess I was traveling up and down to London every week and it's really really tiring and then when I come back you know there's all the household stuff that you know hasn't been done while I've not been uh, here and, and then there's just uh, um, other things that we do for example I, I run a community interest company um, called Wake Up Wallacey which um, runs two social supermarkets so that was um, running thir- uh, yeah, Thursday, Friday, Saturday I was in London Tuesday and Wednesday you know it didn't really leave that much time or energy for running but then when I was um, stuck at home because of um, the lockdown I was able to go out and, and run and I could kind of fit it in during my working days and it was a, a welcome break sometimes from Zoom meetings and 
other um you know just to think sat, sat in my in my um bedroom at that time um on my computer just doing work so it it was it was a whole lot better there was there was more time because you know, obviously I wasn't having to travel um there was it was just a whole lot better so i i i, I fitted in those um sessions a, a lot better and um what our, um what sarah did our coach uh, was to, she basically set ses- sessions for us to do and um if we if we recorded those on strava then at the end of the week we were entered into a, a draw and so um there was kind of an incentive and i think that for me personally um that level of accountability uh really helps me um it, you know it's something or nothing it doesn't really matter who cares you know whether i run or not but just having you know some sort of level of accountability you know how you did these sessions or and also for me some sort of competition you say like, well i've got to do those otherwise i won't get entered into the draw that that kind of was enough to help me just to be motivated enough to do the sessions um and and I have I re- I've really enjoyed doing the sessions I mean obviously not every single session you think oh that's wonderful but um just generally speaking and I've got fitter and I've got faster and um yeah just I feel now not that I'm invincible but you know, sometimes when you're running, you, you do have that kind of sense that I could just run forever. But um, and I, I hadn't I haven't felt like that for a long time. So um, it's really having that just level of consistency. I so I haven't been oh so touch wood I haven't been injured. Um, I've only I've had like one week off when I didn't really feel a hundred percent well. I just have a few little colds or whatever, but nothing nothing really stopped my training. So I've had these months and months of consistent training which um has been absolutely absolutely incredible so um yeah so having that accountability for me uh, really really helped um well the other thing um another thing that i would say is that um for the in terms of the running uh not to miss opportunities i mean i remember Anne um texting me late one saturday saying do you want to come for this run tomorrow morning and i was like you know well there's lots of reasons why I shouldn't do it or could avoid doing it but I was like yeah let's go for it and I have to say it was one of the most enjoyable runs um, of the uh, um, running in the Welsh hills and um, just trying to find these different points on this orienteering course um, just having fun having a laugh with Anne and her daughter Ella and um, it was just such a such a good run um, it wasn't fast it was but it was just an enormous amount of fun so um, yeah I was, I was like so it's so easy to to just say no, but um, how much better it is if you say yes, however, you know, short notice it is or difficult to like, get all your stuff together for the next morning or get up early or whatever it is. Sometimes it's just worth um, saying yes. And similarly with those you know, runs with the, the club, you know, sometimes, um, you know, it's, it's not necessarily that convenient but um you know where there's a will there's a way you know like for example christmas eve i was really quite busy with the social supermarket but i just um organized my volunteers i said you know please can you be there at such and such a time i'm going to be late as i'm going to go running and um you know there are um you can do it you don't have to do everything yourself you know um you can call on friends that's the other thing i really learned especially during the early days of the pandemic you know, other people will help you. you just have to ask them um so i got asked lots of people to help with delivering food to uh, people in the community um just um to be there to help pick up food whatever it w- was that was needed and 
Amazing. Um, just people just pulled together and really helped. And also um, other people from other organisations really helped me a lot as well. And everybody working together, um, rather than sort of competing against one, one another or sort of saying, well, you know, I'm, I'm doing this, you, know, you, do, you do your stuff. It was like everybody helping each other, working together to support our communities. And it just um, made such a big difference. Just shows what you can do. What you can do if you work together as a team, you can do so much more than any individual can do on their own. So, yeah, that's been really good. That's you know, that's say that's not the running that that, that was a social supermarket, but I, I I think it does um to some degree fit in with the running as well because you know when you're running on your own, it's really tough. And when we were able to run together again, it just made the whole thing so much easier. And again, just having all those, we had, we've got lots of um, parents who help with the coaching. Some of them have got like assistant coaches um, qualifications. Some of them um, are sort of still um, in the process of getting those sort of qualifications. But um, we have l- loads of people and they just come and they help with a group. So they um, basically assigned based on their ability, which group they can keep up with. So I'm assigned to like the slowest um, youngest um, girls because I'm not very quick but um, you know everybody get, gets a little group of, of, of kids and um, they, um, they're they able to run with them actually I'm not just assigned to the slowest ones that's not fair I, 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 I sometimes get some of the uh, quite quite good under under 13s and um, stuff so I'm not really complaining but um, you know everybody gets a little group of kids and they run um with that with that group and 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 it's it's great um uh, just running with other people makes such a difference um so i mean if you if you're somebody who runs just runs on your own i think it's it's really difficult to keep motivated but when you run with other people when i run with other people i run always run better than if i run on my own you know if I have to, if I had to do six, for example, like a session we, like we did the other day, um, it's a, like a tempo session. In the summer, we were doing something like a one one kilometer tempo run. If I do that on my own, I am so struggling to get close to four minute per kilometer. If I do it with a group of uh, girls, I can be chatting and doing four minute per kilometer. So um it's just i don't know what it is kind of crazy psychology but anyway definitely makes a big difference running with others and it's so much more fun um as well so um the other thing that i would say um is that we've had to be quite resourceful so um thinking of um challenging things exciting things um especially during those that early phase of the lockdown trying to keep people motivated doing different little competitions to keep people motivated, different challenges, um, just, you know, thinking outside the box a little bit. And to some extent that that that, um, occurred when we we were able to get back running together and found that two different grass tracks, one was um, in a school, um, we got permission to run on that one, and the other one just on the housing estate, you know, who would have thought, you know, with the track closed that we would be able to find somewhere else that, that had a track in the middle of some housing estate on the Wirral. It was pretty um, strange, but, and, and it w- wasn't the perfect conditions, you know, it wasn't something that, you know, you expect your elite athletes to be running on, but it was fine, you know, it, it certainly um, was good enough for what we needed, it had had no markings on it, we just had to put like marks where the 100, every 100 metres on it. 
but it was perfectly sufficient to do the training that we needed to do. And the kids really improved over the summer and um, some of them went on to do competitions. Um, some of them, you know, uh, top of their, uh, the ranking for their age, in their age category for the different events that they do. You know, it's, 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 it's amazing what a difference it's made. So, yeah, you can always be resourceful, have to be quite, quite creative and inventive about what you do, but it's definitely worth it. Um, also, I think that um, it's helped... Uh, well, it helps to be organised. It's not. I'm, not, I'm relatively speaking. I'm quite an organised person, but knowing what my target was each week, you know, how many miles I was supposed to complete, and trying to think, well, how can I fit those in? How can I fit those in around what other other things I need to do? What sessions am I, am I going to do? Um, that has helped me to be organised. So my training has been so much more consistent because I'm thinking, well, I'm going to have a, a rest day on that day. I'm going to do this on on the other day. I'm going to do my try and fit my long run in such a such a day. I mean, it's not set in stone. I mean. To some extent I will look out the window and say "Hmm, is is it going to rain look more actually more commonly I will look on my phone to see what the weather forecast is and then there's this other uh, wonderful um, website I found which is called windfinder.com and it tells me the direction of the wind so I think oh which direction should I run up the prom because it's awful if you're running there and it's in your face so um, yeah, but being a little bit organised has really, really helped. And um, similarly with the, the sessions I said on the track, you know, just um, uh, Sarah has been incredibly organised in uh, setting up the sessions and saying, OK, this um, coach is assigned to these athletes and you have to meet at that point on the track. There's not allowed, we're not allowed to have that social interaction because it's uh, the rule of six or whatever it was at the time. And um, and, and that has, um, and it worked, it just worked. Um, and um, we were able to do the sessions and um, get you know get everything done. And it just made the whole thing very smooth and enjoyable. But of course, there have not been really any competitions over um, this this period of time, and that's been enormously frustrating. Um, we have had some of those virtual competitions, and uh, one notable one was this um, one where we had to run 5K, and we were com- competing against other uh, teams, and we got through to the final, and we won that competition, um, and trying to get our friends and family and stuff out running 5K as well. That, that was fun. That was really, really fun. But... It still, for me, wasn't like running a proper race. For me, there's something very special about running a proper race, and I'm really looking forward to the time when we can run a proper race. So for me, virtual races aren't really like racing. Handicap races, maybe some element of it, but it's still kind of like a time trial. There's nothing better than sort of running, getting in a group of you know who are really going to pull you along and, and, and uh, sort of really testing yourself over... Um, whatever distance it is, cross country or a race or whatever. So um, a track race, I mean, um, but or road race even. Um, just you've got to, um, yeah, be. You know, you know, you know where you are in the race. You know exactly um, what's happening. It's not just running against the clock. I found that running against the clock, I found just really, really difficult. So um, yeah, I'm uh, yeah looking forward to running properly again. And there have been there have been really some very good things, um, not just from the running point of view, um, but from um, doing the other things like the social supermarket, getting to know people. Um, you know, you think, well, we haven't really been able to have that much social interaction, but I feel like particularly for the running squad, I've kind of got to know who people are, got to know um, uh, different characteristics, uh, um, sort of first have made friends with um, quite a few people who I didn't really didn't really know them I didn't really know the parents very well before the beginning of this year um and now I kind of know who people are and that was you know 
makes a big difference. Um, also, in the social supermarket, we've met people that we would never have met uh, in any other circumstances and um, made really, really good friends with them. So, um, you know, really good things can come out of um, strange situations. So I think that, um, you know, rubbing shoulders with different people and um, to um, encourage one another, to support one another, and to be the best people that we can be um, is really, really important. So um, that's both, both true for the running and for the stuff that we've been doing um, with the church and the social supermarket. So although it's been a really difficult year um, and running has been quite tough, um, I think that there's a lot, there's a lot of good that can, has come out of it too. And I think that um, want to take those um, think those good points um, through into 2021 and, and onwards um, and hopefully continue to run um, as consistently and as well as I have this year and um, hopefully run in some competitions and uh, see the benefit of all that um, hard work. But in a way, it isn't necessarily all about the competition. And that's what I've learned. I always thought, you know, I just run to race. But this year I found that I've, I run because I enjoy running. Not It's not just about the racing. Um, I'm looking forward to the racing, but... It's not all about winning. It's, it's, it's so much more than that. So all that really remains is for me to wish you a happy new year and happy running in 2021. Bye for now.